Wow. Some audio. Let me add a muter on this end. All right. Are you there? Yeah. Are you here? <laughs> I didn't mute the actual live stream on YouTube. So that's why we heard that in the background too. Okay. All a fucking learning process. Yeah, totally. Um, well, welcome to um, our newest and our very first live Zoom episode with the Jump Street Podcast. And uh, as a result of the entire quarantine, we've been having to figure out new ways to do this. And this Just is adapting. So this is going to be the first of many. And mm-hmm. we have a very special guest on, as always. I'm excited. And this is a, we're kicking it off hard. Kicking it off. One. We're kicking it off hard. Um, before we go any further, we always want to thank everyone who follows us, our Patreon subscribers. And we'd like to give a special shout out to some of our Patreons today. Do you have some names, Austin, that you might know? Oh, I, I thought we weren't doing this. Oh, shoot. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like I said, it's new. And we're figuring it out. Anyway, we're just going to do a quick intro. Be sure to follow us on all of our platforms. Give us a like on Facebook. Go to our YouTube, subscribe, hit the notification bell so you get a little ding when the uh, when the you know when we do a live podcast like this or a live Zoom. We'll be doing more lives now that we have this all set up. Yeah, go on our. Um, I, it's weird I hear myself breathe right now, but it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, so yeah, go on our iTunes, give us a five star rating, give us a comment, share our video, interact. The comments, the interactions, the shares, they really help us, and uh, you know. We appreciate everyone's support. We appreciate our appreciate our spa, our Patreons. We don't have the list in front of us as now. I have but, it now, but oh, I pulled it up while you were doing that. Okay, cool. Austin, we'll give a shout out to some of our Patreons. We've had a very big increase in the amount of Patreons we've had throughout this quarantine that we're very appreciative of, but the list is, uh, we can't name them all. So we're just going to name a few now and get the rest on the next episode. So thank you again very much. We're chopping off at this list. Um, <laughs> I want to give a big special thank you to Max Manning, Dean Bradley, Brandy Pickup, Billy Anderson, Jonathan Shaky Bones, Stephen Hennes, David Sizemore, Sky Mazeroski, Halsey and Sean from Bermuda, and Topher Klimek. I think I got that right. Okay. So we're just chopping away at this list. Like we said, there's so many Patreons from this past month. Uh, we're just going to break it off here and there from all our other episodes. Um, I think we lost our guest. yeah he's not here anymore no uh you want to send him a text real quick okay all right so everybody else let's see um we got some people in the chat right now there we go see this is what how how do you see the chat i can't access the chat Uh, i'm I'm just have the uh, youtube window open okay on the back just to make sure it's all working so this is like we said this is a first time test for us doing this zoom live we got new microphones and a new setup so if you guys can't hear us or anything let us know but i think we should be good and <laughs> Billy, Billy's handling the, the, the guest management right now. We had Bashi in the chat, but now he is not here. Uh, thanks everyone for joining us. But hopefully we get more people coming in here. If you have uh, friends that aren't watching, tell them to come through. We're gonna be live for the next hour or so, maybe a little longer with Bashi. I know he's got a lot to talk about and everyone's been wanting to hear from him since he's been back, you know, he, he's he's a free man again so we're waiting to hear back he's got a lot going on he's got the bashi pope contest coming up that he's been throwing for the past few years um you might have seen him from his sections from back in the day older new york videos uh, maybe a little gap ad here and there in the 90s but uh yeah let's see where bashi is maybe a little me? gap ad ad here in the 90s a gap <laughs> no big deal a little gap ad here yeah i was looking at his um Instagram before and he left he took down like a lot of his pictures but the gap ad was one that he left on there okay <laughs> little little baby bashi oh here little we go baby bashi 
So let's see. I think we guys, got thanks here. for bearing with us. We're still uh, this is our first time doing this, and we're waiting for our guests right now. But everything should be should be cool. Any luck? Am I am I laughing? We hear you. We don't see you. Do you have to click like allow video? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, try to click the uh, allow video, Bashi. Your microphone is is unmuted. We hear no, you. We just don't see you. Is there a thing a button next to it that says like uh, allow video or something like that? Nah, it says your video has stopped. How did you? Oh, wait, 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 wait! I got you. I got you. I got you. Yes, Boom! I just sent you a request. There you go. All right, now we go. Allah, there we go. Okay. Now we go now we're officially in business. We're Flip in the mix. Again. Flip it sideways again so we have like the horizontal when you set it up and we'll be good. <clears throat> there he is, the man, the myth, the legend himself. Mm, oh, three of us are legends. Deep PC. <laughs> New York legends right here. New York legends, yeah. Well, we were wild legends. We just from New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. right. <laughs> okay right. okay right. so um yeah bashi you know um i think i like to start at a place in these podcasts where we just like get to know the people who they are and some people who may not know you obviously many people do but for the people who don't know you how did uh how did you get started on this journey that we know as blading and you know being a young kid from harlem i remember seeing you around in the city like what 10 11 you started really young and you were really yeah. good really young and you were sponsored young so how did you get started? How did you make that transition into the game? Um, I had a friend, right? For Christmas, he had got a pair of rollerblades. And he actually stayed down the hall from me from where I live at, at this this day. So it was Christmas time. He got the skates. Christmas Eve, we went and got the skates real early. We tried to skate some. He put the skates on in the hallway for the first time, rolled in them, and jumped over the box that the skates came in. So I'm like, oh, let me see. He gives me the skates, I put them on, I roll, and I jump over the box. So how old are you then? How, how old is this? At this time, I'm about like, I want to say like five, six, or something like that. Yeah, like okay, five. Super young. So this is early. Yes, yeah, so I was a little kid. So I mm -hmm. tell my grandma, I'm like, um, I would like for you to buy me a pair of skates. So she like, all right, I got you. But it's the next day is Christmas. So we gotta wait till like Tuesday or something. We go buy the little $25 skates, and from then. I ain't never stopped. I saw some Spanish kids one day and they skates looked different than mine's. They ain't have no break, no nothing. So I said, yo, how you took your break off? He said, I burned it with a knife, put the knife on the stove, burned it, and mm -hmm. sliced through the plastic. So I'm like, all right. I went home, did that. I ain't had no break. Didn't even know how to stop. From then on, I swear, it's just like I was just, I just got nice. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I just got nice, bro. <laughs> But like, how did you, like, so then from going, jumping over a box and like doing tricks, cause I think that's what a lot of little kids do when they get skates. But then like, yeah. someone got to show you what aggressive uh, skates are. Someone's got to show you what grind plates are, like the, oh, like, so the middle now, wheels. So now I had a friend, um, he actually still is one of my best friends today. His name is Charlie. And me and Charlie snuck to the Bronx to skate Malalis. We was following some people. So we shoot to the Bronx to skate Malali's because we know it's ramps over there. So we find this out. We skate across the bridge and side out over 20 out of skates. Mind you, this is 20 out of skates. So we might as well be walking barefoot. Truthfully, <laughs> 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 <This is> really, <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> Will's is plastic. Skis, You're just pretty much skis. running around on the skates, right? Yeah, we just running like yeah. So we get to the Bronx. <laughs> Check how crazy this is. We get to the Bronx. My first time inside Melodies, I see it. I'm like, yeah, this is amazing. So I tell Chuck, come on, let's go do the ramps. So he like, nah, you crazy. I go in there. I skate. I go up the ramp. This is my first time ever. I go up the ramp, come back down. Bah, hit my face. Boom. Chipped all my teeth, bro. First trick in my life. Chipped no. all my teeth, bro. What? Damn. Chipped and then you all my teeth. Do you have the brakes on? Were the brakes still on the skates? The brake was not on the skate. Oh, Bosh, we lost you. Oh, there you go. Yeah, the brake the break was not on the skate. Yep. I stayed with my friend for like two days. My mom sent all type of people to come and get me. Came back up the hill. I was a little kid. Came back up the hill. T4 messed up. She looked at me like, you crazy. <laughs> From then on, I just kept going back to Malali's. And everybody <laughs> who I met in rollerblading, I met through Malali's. Like, so not everybody, but a lot of people who I met, I met through Malali's. So for instance, I didn't know Malali's was this type of hub because I, I, was, I wasn't, I was a brand new rollerblader. And rollerblading was a, a culture that had more older guys in it at this moment when I started skating. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally, rollerblading was an older crowd. Like, Ray and John and all of them was more older. When I was going to Malali's, all of them was older, kid enough, all of them was older. Like, I was really, like, a little kid. Like, I couldn't even leave out of the park with them or go even think about going nowhere with them. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I was literally, yeah. like, a 10-year-old kid. Yeah. yeah, like, a little kid. Like, I was somebody, yeah, baby. baby. Like, yeah, yeah. somebody, like, I had to get permission to go to competitions. All like it was just crazy. So everybody I met there, I met Ariel there, and Ariel is the one who gave me a pair of rollerblades. He gave me the three wheel rollerblades. You know the three wheel. He gave me the three wheel rollerblades. He was the first person he to stop me. Like I always see you skate here, man. You good? I'm gonna give you a pair of skates. That's one of um you're gonna make you make way better. He gave me the skates and them shits was just rolling. Like I was just out. Anything that I was doing on the ramps, it, it was way different than the twenty-five dollar ones. You, you were yeah, moving. Multiply now, <laughs> yeah. I'm skating, and, and it's like everybody's like, "Yo, he nice." Like, that's crazy. He just changed on us, you know. Like, and, and yeah. that's how it happened. You just had it from it. Yep. So I got those three wheel skates, and every trick I saw everybody doing, I did it with the three wheel skates. You know. So you you met like, you met Ariel there. I bet you met like probably Ray there. I, I think you, I you met, probably I met, met Mike Ray there, no? I met Ray there. I met um yeah, me and Mike met right there. Me and Mike, me and Mike met right there. Mike was little, I was little. I had asked Mike for a quarter and shit. He like, <laughs> I got a quarter. Yeah. He like, I got a quarter, but you gotta skate with me back to my house. So I'm like, stay with you back to you. Look, I'm little, I'm like, stay with you back to y'all. This is some back in the day stuff right now. Yeah, yeah. for real. Yeah. So you can get a quarter, but you gotta come 10 blocks. Just to get the quarter. Yeah. <laughs> we skate from Malali's, bro. Listen to me, brothers. We skate from Malali's all the way to Mike Crib. Get the get the quarter just to buy a quarter juice and skate all the way back to Malali's. And then I got <laughs> and then we so cool now. I don't want to let him go home by himself. So I skate him all the way home. No. Under the bridge. And then I skate back to the to the D train and go home. You know? No. <laughs> You didn't give a fuck back it. then. When you were a kid, you just skate all over the place. Yeah, you, you just chill. You know, don't, ain't nobody bothering you. You like, like you just super duper tough when you was young rollerblading. Yeah, yeah. You just like leave, leave we was out with the skates. Stay gone all day. Don't bring sneakers. Come back home with the skates on. Yeah, we was rolling stones, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we out. 
We go to Staten Island, Queens, we everywhere. What? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's different. That's unique for us New York skaters because I feel like people in the, the middle of the country or wh- wherever you are, you're not in the city, you're probably getting dropped off. As, I don't even know how street skating works, honestly, when you're not in the city, but like it's, no it's one else is skating around the city like that. Yeah, it's not that togetherness. Yeah, it's that's not what I'm that, saying. It's not, that, it's not that I'll be at the spot already with my shoes off and laying, doing something while y'all pulling up now. Like, no, nah, it's not that togetherness. Like 30 nah. of us pulling up. Like we used to pull up 30 deep. Like that's enough so to start a football team. Like Fifty or party. sixty. Yeah, thirty is like an easy. Like thirty was easy. Like the the tight knit like smoothie. Mm-hmm. Mike, me, you, Franco. I do like like Carly. it's a lot of like mm-hmm. yeah, Carly. A lot. It's a lot of us that's tight knit. Like yeah, you know. But I met everybody there. Literally, we all started right there. Malalis. Then, but then it was cool because um. I mean, when I know you, when, when I met you, you were already like really well known in the city and you were like 12. And yeah. uh, when you when you were 12, you were already sponsored by like, uh, what was it, Cityscape? And City you Skate, were one of the first um, people that were sponsored. It was later, I think in 99 or maybe 2000, I think it was 99, but you were like the first one sponsored by Razors on the East Coast. You and definitely Omar. was the, um, yeah, definitely was the first one. I got um, sponsored by Razors. One New York at least. Um. Were you responsible by Razor before Mike and Dustin and like Cortez brothers? Yeah, like everybody before. Oh Mike. yeah, I brought oh, everybody shit, I to Razors. Yeah, I brought everybody to Razors. I went to um Razors. Um, I was skating for Solomon, and we were skating in this. I don't know if you remember this year, Billy, when um, Mike broke his arm on the box. Was that in um the one in Seaport? Seaport. Yeah, I, I think first, it was, was... ninety eight or ninety nine. I think it was, was 99. 99. 98 maybe actually. Either yeah, way. I was I was first place for like the first two days, and then I got like second place and shit. But I, I killed them though. But I skated <laughs> that competition with I skated the first day with Solomon's, if y'all remember. Mm-hmm. Then I went to Blades and they took me and got me a pair of razors. I came back and skated the, the last two days with the razors on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? From there, when I got sponsored by Razors, once I left Solomon and went to Razors, once I got with Razors, they really like took me and put more of a kit on me. Cause when, when they got me, I was more so like a New York skater, more rougher around the edges than a California skater. You understand yeah, what I'm edge, saying? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So when they got me, they put the they put like a little thing on me where it's like, all right, we're gonna be going doing shows. Are we gonna do these edits? Are we gonna do these photo shoots? We're gonna do a lot of things that a lot of New York skaters just wasn't doing because we were just skating. Like you feel me? Mm-hmm. And so when I got with Razors. We did, we did all that. They asked me, could I make an East Coast team? So I'm like, yeah, you know, I can make an East Coast team. Uh, who, who asked, was that Bruce that asked you that? It was Bruce. Mm-hmm. And Bruce got asked by it by... Um, Andy? Not Andy, the guy who owned Razors before Andy. Because remember, Andy bought Razors. Um, when I was on Razors, Andy was an owner of Razors. Andy bought into Razors when I, I was there. Did he? Yeah. I didn't know yeah, that. He bought into Razors when I was there. Wow, another, another person, the person who picked up like Marco Hensei, who picked up me and all that is a, is a guy who was on the razors. Like hmm. Bruce was just the East Coast rep, mm-hmm. you know. He was he was just the East Coast rep. Like we didn't even need Bruce if he wasn't gonna be for no team for us. So Definitely. like Bruce needed me to make the team. He mm-hmm. have his job. I needed job so that we could come and skate. And now like it, it all it all came about. That's how we was doing all the um the touring and all that, you know, because we made the East Coast razor shit. You feel me? Yeah. But they asked me could I make the um the razors team and all that. So I said yeah. Everybody I skate with is, is, is just as good as me. We're talking about <laughs> we all the same. We all the one person. Hell yeah, I can make a team. Right? And that's when I came back and um 
put the idea out to everybody because we always ride a different skates, Austin. And then at one moment, at one moment, we all started riding razors. You know, we all started riding razors again. Well, that was a whole movement in New York. I feel like by razors, think every I felt yeah. like I was the only person in New York not riding razors. I was riding USDs, but every single person you had razors. Everybody used to ride on rollerblades at first. Yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Then he started riding razors, and I used to ride. I, used to, I ride razors. I used, to, I used to love razors. I just feel like. They ain't do they ain't they ain't really do right by me though, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the simple fact is that I built so much up with the company and then they just dropped it. Like once it got going, they just dropped it. I was there when that scooter was just was just nothing. You feel me? Before the scooter got like Before the I was scooter, there when the, yeah. I was there when the scooter was just like you go to the warehouse and you're picking out your package and the scooter came with the package, like, huh, take five of these scooters. You don't got <laughs> nothing to do with them. Like, you feel yeah. me? They just sitting there forever, like. Mm-hmm. I was there for a lot. And then like to see like then even down the line, after they did all the bullshit, even down the line when I came home and I asked, could I get a pair of skates from them? And the dude told me that I had the four pair of skates, that was disrespectful. That's what I knew, like, yeah, that raises is crazy. That yeah. whole legacy with raises is disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? Like, you really told me I had to pay for a pair of skates from y'all. And I was one of the people that helped y'all whole company. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even if you want to admit it or not, yeah, it's mm-hmm. really true. It's really true. I made it cool to ride races. Before yeah. me, you had Marco Hensa and people in Mexico and all that <laughs> that wasn't really too much into it. Like like over yeah. here, like mm-hmm. when I came back, I came back to my homies. Yo, listen, this is what we're doing. Everybody like, we all razors. And nah, I mean, out of when, that, when out everyone of that, in New York got on razors, that's when like the whole, I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if it was... I know you got everyone in New York on razors, but then it was like Philly, all them, like the Kels. And the- because that was our family. Yeah. We spent time in Philly. We spent time in, inside Connecticut with Mike O'Brien and them. We mm-hmm. spent time in, inside Atlanta with certain people. So we spent time with a lot of people. That's what the difference between us and the West was. We we had to go and do a lot of things to get this rollerblade in them. You feel me? You see what Austin has said? You can get dropped off at a spot. It's different than us skating there, taking a train there. We got a pile inside this car and drive to Philly for these couple hours just to skate with the Kelsos. Mm-hmm. All for the love of skating, you feel me? It mm-hmm. made a good relationship to the point that it's like, you know what, we're going out there every weekend. Matter of fact, we're moving out there. Philly became a training ground. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Totally. It became a training ground for us. That was like our California. It was cool, smooth ground, quiet, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 yeah, no, we totally. out to Philly, what? We got Philly. Now, Philly was definitely like the, the home away from home, especially back then. And like yeah, the suburb like, of New York. Yeah, but like with the totally. razor thing, like even like 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 for one, like we made razors so big with what we did with New York. We made it so big to the point that even the generations after us, not even the generations after us, but I, I could say like a step down after us, a step down after us. I would say how I really look at it would be like Ramelinum, mm-hmm. for me. Cause they yep. wasn't exactly skating with us, but they was at the spot watching us when we were skating. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. In my one section, Alex Nunez is inside damn near the background of every trick. He mm-hmm. like, oh, oh. for me? Totally, yeah. So it's like, yeah, like even to them, when we was like on some other shit, USDs, all that, they was on razors. Mm-hmm. That's all what we did. That's what we put into it. Razors ain't thank us for that. They made that bread, keep this to the side. You feel me? That's and a I good used point. to tell yeah, Mike, cause... yeah. And I used to tell Mike that, like, yo, he said, he told me one time, he said, yo, move to California with me. And I'm like, 
I would love to go to California. It's just that Razor's put a bad taste in my mouth with the whole not paying us or not, just a whole bunch of wackness that they did. Mm-hmm. And for me hustling, I'm like, I make more money right here than I do with rollerblading. For me? Mm-hmm. So it didn't add up to me at that time. And I was like 16 at the time. So yeah. I'm like, okay, that's so how advanced I was, you know? Yes. Okay. So let's, let's maybe go on that because I know like, uh, like I said, when I, when I first heard about you, like coming up, you were already well known in skating and there was like all this promise around like guys like you, Mike, and you know, I mean, we were skating, like, you know, going to X games, things and misses and you were winning misses right. and like the big kicker things and uh, all the, at Jones beach and all these events, Virginia, all these things, Virginia beach, things we would go take trips and do. But I, I remember you like getting discouraged by what was like happening in a rollerblade. Maybe it was because of razors. And then you were also like simultaneously getting into things like where you're from. You know, a lot of pe- people don't know you're from Harlem, 143rd in Amsterdam or Saint uh, Amsterdam, no? Amsterdam. And so, yeah, you're over there and uh, you're starting to get involved in things in your neighborhood. And you're like, okay, I'm spending all this time and I'm getting hurt blading, but here there's more money. So do you want to talk about the transition of or like what was happening or like how you even got into that and like the frustrations with rollerblading around that time where you kind of started stepping away little by little all right well um <clears throat> it's always been there because the neighborhood of where i'm from i never indulged in it because i was always skating you know mm-hmm. so i was like one of the little kids out the neighborhood that ain't getting into no trouble because i was skating i skated most of my life you feel me mm-hmm. but like once i started i, I was in um I forgot where I was at. It was like a competition and something had happened. And it was more so like on, it was more so like between me and a white skater. And it was kind of like some words were said to me in rollerblade that I never really heard. You feel me? So I'm like, then that's crazy really? just now. Yeah. Really? So I'm like, like racism, you mean? Straight up? Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of fucked me up. So now one time I'm in Cali and I'm shooting for the racist shit. And this happened when like me, Mike, and Dustin is all the us is out there. We shooting for the um the razor video. I forgot this kid. I really want to. I really want to say his name so bad, but I forgot his name. He's escaped from razors. You go. We're gonna call him up though, and we doing a trick on the kink rail. Top asset is a kink rail. Boom, a long kink rail, and then it's another joint. Nick Wood. Nick Wood. You know, I told you. <laughs> really? yeah. So yeah. boom. Ain't a white boy. He gets mad at the trick. I'm doing the same trick as him, and I lace the trick. He called me all type of niggas and we don't do that on the West Coast and this, this, and that. I'm like, I'm on somebody else's time, so I'm being respectful. You feel me, Austin? Hmm. I'm on racist plane ticket in California. Ah, in my mind, I'm like, over a trick. I remember that section. All that? Type that, was of like niggas. Raz- that was some like video. Still this video. Still this video. Okay. I never knew this shit happened. I definitely heard that you guys know? weren't getting along. I, I didn't know how how far it went, but I definitely so heard like, you told me this. So it was like, I, I go to it. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to chill. I just started chilling in the neighborhood. As soon as I started chilling in the neighborhood, the first thing that came to me was hustling. And it didn't even come to me that well, I thought about hustling. It just came about. You know what I'm saying? Truthfully, it really just came about. Because I just started myself. Then I brought my friend with me. Then I brought my other friend with me. And and that's how it got big. But you got, but you were like dabbling from like a younger age too, right? Yeah, I got locked up at like about, I got locked up at ninety eight for a sale, me and my cousin. 
And How I ain't get locked. I ain't get arrested. I was 98. I was 12. Oh, you were super young. 12. Now. Yeah, it was 12 and 98. Yeah. And I got locked up with my cousin and shit. And did you go to Spafford? I went to Spafford only for one day and I didn't want to go back no more. So I ain't go back to jail until I went to prison for my big case, you know? Hmm. What can they even do to a 12 year old, though? Um, juvenile. Juvenile. Yeah, but like, Spafford. How long were you there for? Oh, I was only there for one day, but yeah. 12 year olds get 18 months. They get juvenile life. They get years, five years, whatever. Oh, shit. It's a whole system for it. Yeah. Mm. It's a whole system for them. That's serious um, shit, though, more than just hustling, though. Yeah. yeah. Hustling is lightweight compared to all, all that serious shit. Yeah, hustling is more, it's, it's, it's more lighter. Okay, so whatever. You're skating less, you're hustling more. Do you like at the end? At the end, when you start getting into more hustling, do you still? I remember seeing you pop in every here and there with skates every now and then. I used to love to skate with y'all at nighttime. Yeah, you would come out like my schedule would be six months or something like that. But um, my schedule was starting to be at nighttime because I would be hustling inside the daytime, and then y'all would come out at night. Yo, where y'all gonna skate at? Riverbank City College. I'm popping out. Y'all in the hood. Understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But if I gotta meet y'all in Brooklyn somewhere, it's more so like. I could be out here getting money. I don't feel like going to Brooklyn, get sweaty and fall. And so I started to get discovered. Like, you know what? Yeah, I'm just gonna chill. Yeah. How did like I'll the people, how did like the people in the neighborhood, the people on the block, like your friends, like who you were working with, hustling, like did, will they like bust your, your chops about like blading? Would they be like like um kind of make yeah. they show respect? Like how how did they treat that? I wonder. They hated it. They no. hated it. Damn. They hated it. They hated I'm it. Too. They hated they hate- it. Why hate? They hated it. <laughs> That's such a strong word. <laughs> they want to see. They want to see me skating. They hate that I'm. They hate that I was in the neighborhood. Oh, they hate that Every you were in the neighborhood. Okay. Yeah. I hated skating. Okay. Oh no 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 no! I thought you said how how was they feeling seeing you not skating? That's what I thought they said. Okay. Oh no, yeah. Moon, you as a skater from like you. you oh being... nah, they love nah. They 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 love that I skate. Anything that I do, they always want to support it and come to it and all that. Yeah, the neighborhood. They yeah. They love that I skate, but when I wasn't skating. They hated it. Yeah. And I heard it every day, every second. What are you doing on the corner? You're not supposed to be up here. What are you up? You a skater. You're not supposed to be out here. This, this, and this, this, this. And I never stopped hearing it. Never stopped hearing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And as it got deeper and deeper, they always reminded me of it. You're not supposed I mean, to be out here, Bashi. They had to stop me. Like, You're not supposed to be out here. You're supposed to be somewhere on somebody's TV, this, this, and this. And, and it's right. But sometimes people go through certain things and at a certain age and at the, and them being that certain individual at that moment, they don't know how to handle certain things. You feel me? At that moment, I didn't know how to handle a lot that was coming at me. Maybe I don't handle so much earlier at my age that when I got to a certain age, certain things I, I didn't know how to handle. So the situations became how they became. Like right now, it wouldn't matter if I got into something with homie and he said his words that he said to me, I just walk away because I'm a way better person. Plus, I understand better. You feel me? Mm-hmm. His words is just his words. That ain't about nothing. Your opinion, your opinion, all that. Keep it. Mm-hmm. Keep it. Do your thing. But back then, it affected me deeply, deeply. You feel me? Yeah. Plus, I never even been through it. All my all my homies is white. Span, all my homies is everything. You understand what I'm saying? So imagine, Absolutely. imagine being from Harlem where it's majority blacks, but you're a black kid that got friends of every ethnic background and you never experienced none of that shit at all mm-hmm. so me being with fish or you living with me or me living with you that's regular you my brother mm-hmm. 
I thought you white or my black. Nah, you my brother. So when I'm hearing something like that, it's like, what? Hundred percent. Yeah. Now, I thought I we were supposed to be one. How? It's funny. I remember you don't see that. In... You don't know that. I got a white boy that live with me. Fish live with me. I live with Dustin. <laughs> like, I'm a black man. Like, what's wrong? <laughs> now, Dustin and Dustin and me always got the pass in Harlem. <laughs> this back in the day. <laughs> In Harlem, when there was there wasn't many people that looked like me and Dustin no, in Harlem at, at no. all. It's like not, not Dustin. Dustin. It's not twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> it's like nineteen ninety nine. We like the only white guy. We were like the only white guys up there, and we, we all we had to do was just drop Bashi. That's it. What are you doing, Bashi? And then it was all, <laughs> yeah, you already famous right back the then, man. Yeah, we was already yeah, there. Yeah, that's a fact. Because they loved yeah. it. We all, we did something different. You feel me? And we brought a different light to them because they in the gutter. You know what you know what they see all day, you feel me? Mm-hmm. That's why, like, I ain't gonna lie to you. Bro, when I was in prison, yeah, when I was in prison, I just said, yo, I'm just gonna do a company with rollerblade. I did I never said I was gonna skate again. Skating wasn't my own plan. I wasn't planning to rollerblade again, you feel me? Mm-hmm. I was like, now nah, I'm done. I'll just make a little company or something, maybe. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And truthfully, Kelly is like, she hits me like, yo, you gotta skate. It's going to um, ease your mind. So she told me some things that she went through and skating helped her. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'll skate. And that's how it all came back. Once I put the skates on and I did the first couple of tricks, I'm like, yeah, I love rollerblading. Like, this is me. Like, yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you say Kelly? Yeah, Kelly. Kelly, Kelly and Joe Dentro. Kelly Matthews. Matthews yep. yeah, yeah, they both put okay. the skates together for me and sent them to me. Wow. But I, I mean, when you've, been having skates on your feet, when you've been having skates on your feet from when you're like five, you know, I, I mean, it, it's probably always got to feel like home, you know? Yeah, it does. It gave me the, you know what it is? It gave me the freedom that I always want. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people be like, oh, skating is my freedom on fish. You know what I'm saying? Me, like at this moment right now, I'm living my life as free as I want to be. As far as me tatting my face, as far as me growing my hair, as far as me, I always already had this inside me. I'm a skater. You know what I'm saying? I was mm-hmm. just a different person from the beginning. It's just that we got to go through certain things to find ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Wow. And I don't mean to uh, to keep to, to, to harp on it, but to go back and, uh, but so yeah, you had to go through certain things to find that, right? You ended up doing a good amount of time in jail. How much time did you do? I did nine years. Was that one nine. stretch? One stretch, straight. Okay, and, and uh, you know, it's up to you. I don't want to talk about it, but it was a big case. It was on the news, all these things. And yeah. when you were in there during that time, like, did you think about skating? What were you going through? Were you worried? I mean, that's nine years. That's a lot. And you were a young man when you, when you got that sentence, yeah. right? I'm going to tell you the truth. The whole nine years I was skating. That's the most that's the most punk shit ever, right? I didn't want to skate coming home, but the whole nine years I was skating. I used to be walking down the hallway, I come out my cell, and I'm just doing tricks in my head. Shh, 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 chilling, walking, shh. Yo, what's doing up, stalls? Shh, shh. All type of things. Look, everybody <laughs> in the whole system, like, you can't wait to skate. I know you can't wait to skate. In my mind, I'm like, I ain't skate when I go home. That shit hurt. <laughs> I was skate on this bed in my mind to make it through this, and then I'm out. But yeah. yeah, I was skating the whole time, fish, and a bunch of negative shit was going on in there. A lot of gangbang and a lot of everything, and I had to keep my mind right, stay away from all that, like, cause that's a whole world within the world. 
Yeah. The outside don't even count no more. That world in there, you got to stay safe from that world in there just to get back to the outside. You know what I'm saying? You totally. Yeah. So it's like, it was a lot. I thought about rollerblading a lot. I skated throughout the whole bed. You know what I'm saying? And the people that reached out, shit, I'm thankful for that. You, Franco, Mike, the people that reached out, like, I was real thankful for that. But I knew, I knew what I had to do. I had to do the time. I had to do the time to get to the date to make it back home. You know what I'm saying? So I, I didn't put it on my mind like, damn, I got nine years to do, and it's going to be a long ride. I said I got nine to do. It's going to be a long ride, but I got to ride it. It started going. You no, know, 2008, 2009, 2010, 2011, 2012, mm-hmm. 2013, 2014. When you went in, you were like, what, 22? When I was like 21. 21. Yeah. Dude, that's young. That's young. Came home 30. That's young. Came home 30. How did people think you said that people knew that you skated in there? Like, how did people react to you being a skater? In jail, like, were they cool with that? Like, did they think that was well, awesome? Like, what happened? It's, it's 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 crazy because, truthfully, you can't judge a book by its cover. So, like, a lot of times, I would somebody would meet me and they'd be like, "Oh, that's such and such." They call me by my nickname or my street name, and I'm gang related. You know, I'm a high ranking mm-hmm. gang member. Um, I uh, I got a, I got a a certain stigma about myself. But when you meet me, you talk to me, I'm chilling, boom, boom. Uh, and I'm like, oh yeah, no, no, I'm a rollerblader. Nigga like, <laughs> you a rollerblader? Yo, man, what you doing in the joint? Get out of here, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, nah, you ain't, how you a, nah, you not a gangster, you a skater, get out of here. We don't want you here. And that's how all it was, you feel me? Literally, like, it was, a, it was good. Ju- it was like, go, like, no, man. Nah, yeah. nah, nah. You feel me? Even even the homies, they was only like, nah, bro. Like, you are who you are, but we can't let you do nothing, bro. Like, nah, bro. Go home, bro. Get out of here. You feel me? I got into a lot of things, and uh, but uh, overall, they respected it. Once they got the conversation with me, and really saw me awesome, like, damn, bro, you skate. That's good. Show them little pictures and let them read little things. They become a skater now too, you huh? <laughs> so yeah, you feel me? Man, um, yeah, I was gonna say because that's such a crazy juxtaposition of uh, you know, yeah, one hand you're saying, okay, I'm I'm a high-ranking gang member who's in jail doing nine years, and also I'm this rollerblader who really loves blading because you know, there's obviously like the way society a lot of people look view rollerbladers, mm-hmm. right? Right. Right. And it's not really maybe the best perception all the time. And like you kind of smash that entire uh, entire yeah. idea. Anybody who like sees me like if a few, like like every day I could be walking or something and a female stop me and she'd be like, oh, you look such and such. Oh, this is all. Oh, I like your hair. Oh, I like your face. Or oh, such and such. And we could conversate and, she'd be, and ask me what I do or something. I'd be like, oh, I skate. She'd be like, you skate? You don't look like no skater. <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, <laughs> what does a skater look like though? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm like curious that. what a skater looks like in their head. In my mind, I'm like, don't look like a skater. <laughs> All right. But it'd be so shocking to them. They don't know. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? It's everybody. They don't and then they, they wind don't... up loving it. They wind up loving it because it's so it's something so different, you know? 
it's not like I play basketball or I rap or I do such and such. I'm a skater. It don't look like I skate. You know, it don't look like I skate. Mm-hmm. No, man. Um, that, I think that's the thing. There's like society sees what they think of skaters, but then skaters come in all different shapes. And exactly. Shapes, right? Exactly. Um, I don't want to keep on. I'm sorry, Austin, if I'm asking too many questions. Jump no, in. go. This is go. fucking perfect. Cool. Weird. But um, um, in, in the live chat here, some people are asking what it is that you did nine years for. Would you like to get into that or do you want to skip that? Oh, I did um, I did nine years for conspiracy to distribute cocaine and possession of um two firearms. Did the did like was it crazy when the cops came in and busted you? Was it like this stressful thing? They come out of nowhere. What what was that about? Well, truthfully, I was already in jail when I caught my second indictment. You know what I'm saying? So I was I was hustling over the phone in jail. So a lot of the times my conversations was recorded. So that's mm. how I caught the second indictment. I was already mm. under investigation, but my phone calls made it even more tight-knitted because now they get to pinpoint everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So now they get to pinpoint my, my my baby brother. They get to pinpoint um all the workers and everybody. So now I'm talking to people. Yo, y'all finished? You this, you that? Uh, uh, they got all that. Oh, so that's what made the investigation even more tougher. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It made it strong and like got, got them to give you more time. Yeah. All right, what was so, the reason for hustling while you were in, while you were locked up? Is that just so you had money when you came out? Like, nah, but, but truthfully, once you hustle, you hustle. It don't never stop. It's like it's just the motivation. Break. Yeah. So at the end of the day, if you made a million dollars outside and you get locked up, Austin, just because you locked up don't mean that you don't want to make another million. Because so yeah. <laughs> if, if, if I'm in the street and you're like, yo, boss, handle this, ah, uh-uh, and I can handle it and everything is good, guaranteed you're going to tell me to handle it all the time. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. And probably like the amount of money, because dude, like I remember. And if you you're know, sitting oh, in jail and you're getting freaking, if you're sitting in jail, like for instance, I was doing on a breakdown, I was doing like a hundred grams every two days. So off a hundred grams, I would bag up ten thousand. As I bag up ten thousand, I would give it out to the streets. I make back the six thousand. Oh, we love, yeah. And and you make the, back the six thousand. So you make make basically making six thousand every two days. Exactly. That's and that's going sixty forty. Some mm-hmm. people I do 50 50 with. Understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just because I wasn't, just just because I already had this trip, I already had everything going. All you had to do was come and work. We already put the work in here. All you got to do is come and work. You could come and sit in the building and get your whole pack off and go home. So tell me about, because you're talking about big numbers. And you got a call when you were 21. Like, how much money? What are you doing with this money? <laughs> talking about like, like how much money was in your in your, in your grasp? Was it we talking about hundreds of thousands? We talking about close to like a million? Nah, what are we talking about? Nah, nah, nah. Maybe like thirty, forty thousand. Okay. For me, yeah, yeah. like thirty, forty thousand. That's a lot for us. Yeah, twenty-one, twenty-two. Yeah, it's nice. But you gotta realize though, I went, I went to jail with twenty-one people, so it's a, <laughs> it was a big plate to feed at twenty-one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I just had little bars, so you know, little bars was like two or three at the moment. You know. Mm-hmm. So, but like I said, like when you when you doing those type of numbers, I still want to be inside jail doing doing those type of numbers every couple of days. Totally. The two days might have turned into four days or five days, but mm-hmm. I still get the number. But you still getting. You feel yeah. I me? Mean, I could um if I need a visit, I can make sure that somebody can come and visit me. The things that I need to get taken care, of, I can make sure that they're good. Mm-hmm. Somebody was calling. I can make sure that they're good. Mm-hmm. And this is how you also. I mean, not for nothing, like, you know, once you start making kind of numbers like this and it's like, and you have a kid, it's like, 
what else are you going to do? This is how we're going to make money. Like, you know what I mean? So, I mean, especially at exactly. that point, it's, it's really hard to like exactly. to, to change and transition. And I've always right? been a person like, I don't like sitting around. I don't like sitting around where, where you're just not doing nothing. Even, even if I'm inside prison, you know what I'm saying? I'm still mm-hmm. going to hustle. That's, that's the whole reason for me working out while I'm in jail. It's mm-hmm. a lot of people that's in jail that just sit there. They just do time and just sit there. It's people that sat there that sat there for my whole nine years that I don't want them jail to jail. And I wound up running back into you six years later and ain't nothing changed. And that was a scary shit to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, nah. Now you've always had that drive, that ambition for I sure. Gotta, I, like, gotta, I, I, I feel like that's, right. that's a big staple in like the Harlem mentality anyway. Harlem is just known for go-getters, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It was it was what it was what was portrayed to us before we came out the older, you know. Yeah. What were you doing with that money when you were before you got locked up the first time? You were making say say you had thirty forty thousand dollars when you were Foolish. just twenty years old. Like, what do you do with that money? Foolishness. Pills. Just fuck around with it. Pills, syrup, sneakers, millions and millions of pairs of sneakers. <laughs> millions. Bullshit. Bullshit cars. Buying jewelry. Just wasting it. Wasting the things that you think is good at the moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All right, let me go get this pinky ring. That I'm pinky ring was when you're a kid, it's like your priorities are completely different. So like, totally different. Yeah. So like I don't people bought a fucking stages. monkey or some shit, you know? Like <laughs> I don't went through stages where I don't went to the jewelry store, got jewelry. One of my friends saw the jewelry, ain't like the jewelry. A week later, we gotta go back and change it. Go to the next jeweler, they see the jewelry. Listen, I don't like them diamonds that that Judah did with this. Ah, uh, now you don't mess with that Judah. Now you messing with him. He more pricier and is this. You start learning more things and you so you go through different stages and a lot of things and that's how you waste money until you start to really learn how to shop. You know, you, before getting the car, we doing rentage for two, three summers. When you look at the rented numbers, it's like, oh, you spent twenty thousand on rentage this summer. That could have been so, twenty thousand yeah. that you could have put away. Mm-hmm. Which is like, it's, so, it, e- it's yeah. so easy, yeah. When, when the money comes easy, it's just like that'll always be that easy, you know? Yeah. Exactly. So you can have yeah. 5,000 and Austin say, Your boss, I need 5,000. You're here, bro. Because later tomorrow, I'm going to have a five right back. Don't matter. For these couple hours, I could be fucked up if my man needed. You're here, mm-hmm. bro. Take, take the file. It's coming right back. I don't care, I don't, I don't care about that. You feel me? And, mm-hmm. that's how, and, that, and that's how the hustle be. So when you be having that bread, it's like, Yeah, I'm going to go get these niggas. But they want 800 from them. I gotta go finish pitting this seven, eight thousand dollars down on my chain. I don't already got 30 down on it. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I gotta go back over here and pit another two thousand on the earrings. Damn, I forgot. I gotta pay Shorty card note. You feel me? I gotta mm-hmm. pay the other girl. It's too much. It just nah. Yeah. It just too becomes much. like this like extravagant lifestyle. You, yeah, you pit too much on your plate. Yeah. And then for one little incident where, where something go wrong and you look and be like, damn. I couldn't pay her, but I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. And you get everybody reaction. You start to say like, damn, if I don't do this shit right, everybody going to be fucked up. Then it puts a whole different type of pressure on you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I mean, it sounds stressful, man. It sounds like a big responsibility for like anything. It is. Like it is. Um, it is. I mean, we, we can go on talking about this for days. Maybe we'll come back to, but I want to talk about switch on to, you know, you see, you did your nine years. Right. Um, you came out. And I think you were skating the was it the next day? Or was it like the day like the I think the next day you saw your family and then we saw you the next day. 
yeah. you were skating and then you were like, as you've always been since I've known you, like extremely motivated and you were like, come on, fish, let's start, you know, let's, I'm gonna start this Bashi Pope skate off. Let's do the Bashi Pope clothing. And then you link them with all the skaters again. And then everyone in New York, you know, is accepting you with open arms and a lot of people. The, and, and it started happening again. Like, I, I, I wonder, man, like where that passion, like it's, it stayed there, like, because it was, it was a really, the, the competition is like amazing and, the, and everything like that. So I wonder what motivated that. The distress of when I came home, truthfully. Hmm. When I, when I came home to New York, I ain't gonna lie, Rollerblade, it was nothing. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it a hundred. When I came home, it was bad. It was it was it was bad to the point that dudes didn't even have good wheels to roll around in. Like literally, hmm. that's how bad it was with rollerblading inside the city. Yeah. And then and then probably you a big know, change like, like, from like nine years not seeing it than to seeing it like without everything in between. Yeah. yeah. From no, from when I left, period, in general to um. East Coast two street comps and all that type of stuff to, to come mm-hmm. back to a comp and the comp got like 15 people. Mm-hmm. I think that's disrespectful. Yeah. I mm-hmm. lost my mm-hmm. teeth rollerblading. We talking about mm-hmm. I broke this wrist three times and this one twice. Mm-hmm. I pulled ligaments everywhere. I think 15 people at a competition is disrespectful. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah. We, we put a lot of work in. 15 people was disrespectful. You know how hard we were falling when all that true spin shit was coming out? Mm-hmm. Those was the worst falls in the world. To have fifteen people at a competition, mm-hmm. nah, bro, that's not how it's supposed to go. So you, so so, how? so that was the motivation there. You, you were like, I don't want to give up on rollerblading. I wanted to see. Yeah, like, I like the state of roller. I like the state that rollerblading was in when I came home. Then I'm I'm pulling up the sessions. It might be three of us. I'm like, damn, how? Mm-hmm. Then it started getting better. Then it started getting better. It started getting so much better. But that's where the motivation came from. Even like, I would talk to you. You feel me? And you would agree with certain things, but you would always tell me, you know, skating ain't the same. I tell you, yeah, skating might, might not be the same, but we are the individual. It's, 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 it's who we are. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Because if I would have just chilled, it wouldn't have been no BPS. So it wouldn't have been a lot of shit. You feel me? A lot of shit came about from those late night conversations that I had with you. You feel me? Mm-hmm. That's how... Bashi Pope Company started. That's how the BPSO started. Me, you, Mike talking. Erod, you understand what I'm saying? Those late night conversations. That's how I started. BPSO was a was a was a get together cookout. That's what we were doing. We were yeah. doing a get together cookout. I said, Nah, we can't do that. That's only gonna be for one day. Look, Austin, that's gonna be for one day. I just did nine joints in a joint. You wanna throw me a cookout? We are gonna do a competition with, with that. These niggas could keep this shit forever. You feel me? Mm. Were you that's were you surprised better. to see the amount of support that uh, people in blading had for you? Yeah, that's what I wanted like, to know. From one of the first competitions, you know, you had um, um, you know, a I lot would of the heavy the hitters truth. there. You know, Montre and everyone was there. I know. I would like, tell you the truth. I was surprised. You know what? I, I was surprised. I was more so. I more so felt accomplished. You know why I felt accomplished? Because we threw a comp in like 60 days with nothing. We had 60 something days to get ready. I came home May 5th. We threw the comp in August. I I didn't even have life in order yet, but I made sure that the competition was in order. You feel me? That was the, that was the, that was the um, sacrifice for rollerblading. You feel me? 
So mm-hmm. I know some people might have a question like, oh, well, you did your time, you came home, and you had to go do time again. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a sacrifice. Can I say it was a sacrifice for rollerblading? Yeah, it was, it was a sacrifice for rollerblading too. You feel me? It was also a sacrifice for, for me and my lifestyle, but it was a sacrifice for rollerblading, you know? At the end of the day, I got things to do with skating where ain't shit coming from. Ain't no big company saying, yo, huh, here's this check. Y'all three go do what y'all got to do. Nah. When BPSO come, we all got to sit down and talk and scramble up and get our bread together because this our shit. Mm-hmm. It might be Bashi Pope skate off, but this our shit. Because mm-hmm. they ain't fucking with us. They showed that five years in a row. Nah, I, I understand like what you're talking about because like sometimes when the resources aren't there, you got to do whatever you can to try yeah. to like make it We got to hustle. Mm-hmm. We got to hustle. When we when I go to Austin and get a hundred dollars, and I go to you and get a hundred dollars, all I'm doing is hustling. It's just a different form. Mm-hmm. You feel me? It's just a different form, and that's yeah. a sacrifice for rollerblading. Sometimes I might not. Sometimes I might cannot go to him or go to you. You feel me? Or I might feel funny, or I might have felt funny beforehand, but I know what I could go to. I can go to the table, bag that shit up, and I can go to the block. And that's how sometimes it turns out when you don't think that you got no other option. You feel me? Yeah, but I mean... Like right now, right now I know my options. You feel me? Even though when I came home after the nine years, I might have thought I knew it, but I didn't know it because I still sacrificed everything that was positive just to get the dollar. You feel me? But mm-hmm. it was to get the dollar to make shit positive. But it's a whole, it's a double-edged sword. You know what I'm saying? It's a slippery because, slope. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're doing positive, but you got to do wrong to make sure that the positive stay positive. Yeah. How? It's so hard to balance, you know what I'm saying? Because doing wrong is shaky. Yeah. It's shaky. So any moment <laughs> you're over here, this could drop. And then this drops. So everything that you work for is down the drain. All for this, because this is this is shaky. You feel me? Yeah. So this is jeopardized. And that's how it was. I could go and skate in the daytime, studio at nighttime, when I leave the studio, I'm on a block hustling. The morning time, I go to work. Come back, skate, uh, studio, back hustling. All the positive I do with the kids, everything, uh, I would jeopardize that because I would go back and hustle. Are we going back to the studio nowadays? I, I don't. I haven't even asked you about if you're still doing music again. Yeah. I remember when you first, yeah. before you went in, you weren't doing music. No. Like I we were, this, we were all, I kids, we were all freestyle, but you 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 I never it. I never do none of that. None no, of that. I would just watch y'all be crazy. Yeah. I, I just chill it. But I learned it. I learned. I learned it when I was locked up. I learned that I was locked up, and I and I and I started to like it. No, so I started rapping. I started rapping about rollerblading and hustling. Basically, what you you know, mm-hmm. what you what you know at that point, you know exactly. Exactly. The 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 um the Bashi the BPSO was like the first competition in New York probably since Fish's comp that had like the drew a crowd outside of just New Yorkers you know it was like Absolutely. people around the country and it was people around the world and shit too. Do you is it's happening this year in twenty twenty? Yep. August Do you have 29th. any plans that you want to reveal or is this yeah, shit, what about this COVID thing? What about the coronavirus? Like All right. everybody with the COVID virus, if y'all could travel, travel as safe as possible. Masks, gloves, hand sanitation. Stay away from people. Again, August. August 29th is the comp. We're going to have the comp. I don't care if I got 10 people there. We're going to skate the comp. If you want to skate in the mask, skate in the mask. If you don't, you don't. Just be safe, be cautious, and get here. 
We all gonna have the BPSO. August 29th. August 29th. It's called the homecoming. Oh, wow. BPSO, the homecoming. The we homecoming. crowning people. <laughs> we we, like we crowning people. Like Return of the Jedi. Coronavirus <laughs> season, yeah. You kind of tell you the Jedi. What's up with Silk City? We st- Silk City still popping? Yeah, Silk City's popping. Silk yeah? City popping. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Silky Bobo. Silky Those are guys. Yeah. That's what's up. I got, a, I got a couple Silky somewhere. Oh, I, got one <laughs> I got a Silky right here, you know? I okay. Keep a Silky on deck. Yeah. <laughs> we got to make a Jump Street one. <laughs> yeah. A Jump Street Silky. That's a fact. I'm going to oh, tell them. Oh, we got to tell the bros to make a Jump Street. Whoa. Dude, we should do. You know what? Actually, Honestly, maybe we can get the silkies on the online store if you if you want to use uh, Jump Street as a platform to sell some silkies. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Get some silkies in, do the, that. in the Blade community. Yeah, we can do you that. That's dope. That's dope. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, what, what happened with the um the face tattoos and the hair? What's going on, bro? Because before that, I didn't I didn't see that, and you came back and you were all lit up. You trying to be a you trying yeah. to trying to get in there? What's going on? Yeah. So yeah. I like the uh I had waves for a long time. Then when I only just got locked up this now, I'm like, you know what? Let me give it a different look. So I started to grow it. I started to like it. Then I saved it to a mohawk. I saved it to a mohawk. I kept it. Oh, I remember I the just, mohawk. The mohawk I, yeah, yeah. 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 I kept doing I kept it. Then I just dreaded it. I dreaded it. I dreaded it. Man, I'm, I'm just gonna keep it like this. The detached is basically, you know, it goes back to what I was saying before where how I wanted to live is how I'm living now, you know? Hmm. Like I'm doing what I, like I'm just, I'm just being free. But the tats, I always wanted my face tatted. Not just like a tat, like a tattoo on my face. Mm-hmm. I wanted my whole face tatted. And that's what I did. I'm old enough now, I finally got my whole face tatted. Like when I was a little kid, I wanted my whole face tatted, you know? Well, it looks so cool, man. That's what I did. Yeah, it's, it looks good. I like it. I like you the Jason that? mask. Oh yeah, right here, Jason. That's I got, tough. I got, I got the machete over here. Yeah, uh, my girlfriend's name on machete? my face. Yeah, Cupid. Cupid shooting the arrows. Oh, I got three hearts coming down the middle. Cupid shooting the arrows? Yeah. He shoots arrows Romeo, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I this got might be a- legends. Legends never die on my forehead. That's sick. That, that's sick. This may be a stupid and ignorant question to ask. I'm just curious, though. What differentiates what goes on your face as opposed to a tattoo anywhere else in your body? Is it like, because obviously that shit stands out way more. So like, how do you decide like, that? See, I was going to get my um, kids on my face, right? But I'm like, I don't want to put my babies on my face. And then I just didn't want to put my daughters on my face. And I'm running around and I'm kissing another female or something. You feel me? Like, nah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I really was going to get my daughter here, my daughter here. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I'm like, ah. Uh, I put them here though. I put them on the chest. But their names, I got all their names on my face. I got their date of birth on my face. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, um, my back, my back chat is a whole orgy. I wouldn't put no orgy stuff on my face. You know what I'm saying? No time to say. It? <laughs> yeah, oh no, definitely that shit. Yeah, there's definitely shit like all that. Right, but dude, I don't know. We need to see. We need to see a picture of the back tat later on. We'll yeah, yeah, stories. yeah. I got you. Yeah. Well, That's but what's nah. up. Yeah, like my legs is um all stars, and it says fuck the feds. That's the, all the stars. It's all the years I did in prison. You know what I'm saying? Then the, my other leg is all the hearts, and it says um skate or die. So it's like it's the two, it's the two things that I've been through so much with prison and rollerblading, like like the street life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So 
my whole legs is is is, is both for that. So Damn, that's sick. I like that concept. Yeah. That's really yeah, cool. That's how I got it on each side. Like one side is a federal side, and this then this side is like the positive side with all the yeah. rollerblade and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Shit. I got another girl. She own rollerblade. She she like naked. Shit like that. You got a bunch of blade tats then. And you have a blade yeah. gang one? Yeah, I got the, I got the blade of gang tat. I got the BP tat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and what's going on? I see you in the working with Jordan doing the get, ghetto community stuff, which by the way, Jordan is he's been like one of the guys since uh Mike and and you know, you know, he just be, he just been holding it down in the city for Don't like, go, yeah. time while when everyone was, you know, gone and like he was making comps happen. He was like making the clothing company and now he's like doing official photos with the team. I see you're a part of that. What's going on with Ghetto Community? Ghetto Community is good. That's it's a company that Jordan started. He got all of us a part of it right now. We moving up. We just did a um, a, um, team photo shoot. Came out good. Everybody did their individual shots. It came out good. We shot a little background, little edit. Came out good. Um, get the stuff made by um, Kill going them. Are you filming the VOD Philly. too? Because I see you skating yeah. in the ghetto community posts. Mm-hmm. With Jordan, are you working on one? Yeah, working on one with Jordan, and I'm um, I'm working on one with um Ira. I guess when y'all is done. Yeah, it's open. <laughs> so what's next? Keep him busy. Um, what's next for you? What's next for Well, Blade? basically, I want to do, I want to have the VOD with Jordan. I want to get that done. Then I want to start working with um, Erod. Then we have to do the VOD together. Mm-hmm. So that's three. Um, well, you know that and on the on the twenty ninth is the BPSO. But that same day, um, we're gonna do the after party. I just don't know the location as of yet. We're gonna do the after party, and I'm also gonna drop the mixtape on that day. So, oh, yeah. So I'm gonna take advantage of the twenty ninth date. You know what I'm saying? So August should be a good month for rollerblading in general. In general, no matter where you at. And you're fucking busy. You feel me? Gotta I gotta make myself busy to to make it how I want it. Before I was just bullshitting, and when it got busy or when it got how I didn't want it, I would just go and hustle. Right now, I gotta make it how I want it. I gotta do the VODs so I can do this money and get myself back out there and things of that nature and do certain things. So I gotta do it, and I gotta stay busy. I think a rollerblader should stay busy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. Well, do you have any advice for blading? Do you have any uh? thoughts because i know you have such a deep perspective of like how long just the sheer amount of years like what is it like 25 26 years, i don't know long time on blade long time you've seen it from the x games to where it's dead to where starting to pick up a little bit again like i don't know if you know but there's a huge amount of sales in the quarantine all the rollerblade shops are sold out <clears throat> rollerblade and them skates and razors are sold out of all their productions because since the lockdown people have been buying a lot of skates wanting to be active again and um I just, what do you think is the trajectory for the future of rollerblading? Where you see it like going, and uh, what advice do you do you have for people who skate and future bladers? Rollerblading is it, it rollerblading is in a good spot because we've been humble for so many years. Before us, rollerblading was in a bad spot because the older dudes was more so more grumpy. That's how it all went bad. A lot of people mm-hmm. don't know, you know from ASA to a lot of things about the 
demanding about getting paid, asking about women to pass. A lot of things messed up rollerblading mm-hmm. that we don't that we didn't have not one say so in, but we gotta handle the consequences of those actions. So what I say for rollerblading now, you gotta be humble. Be humble and work hard. Treat it just like you would treat anything else. For instance, treat rollerblading like you gotta train. If you're gonna rollerblade, skate four or five times a week. Do the 30 day blade challenge just, just to test yourself. But the overall thing I really wanna say is be humble because I was I watched people argue with the big wigs at the ASAs. And I watched a year later, we got kicked out of ASA. And I watched a year later, we got kicked out of everything else. And I watched rollerblading just be rollerblading. That's real. Yeah. I watched it go from I watched it go from this thing where we getting paid from one company a thousand dollars, this company two thousand dollars, this company five hundred dollars, this company is sending product, this company a thousand dollars. At the end of the month, you're making like ten thousand dollars off of sponsors. You say that type of number right now, that's like what? Mm-hmm. That's how it was. Mm-hmm. Your lowest sponsor would probably pay you fifty to hundred dollars, and you had thirty sponsors. This sponsor made stickers. This one made this. This one made berries. This one made, uh, people made everything. Mm. So I just say be humble. Be humble, work hard. Be humble and work hard because our because us not being humble, that rollerblading kind of fucked up. But it's but it's good. It's in a good space. We just got to be humble. The rollerblader could do anything. That's the best thing about rollerblading. The rollerblader could rap. The rollerblader could model. The rollerblader could do any sport. The rollerblader could be an actor. The rollerblader could do anything. You feel me? Mm-hmm. That's what that's what make that's what make the rollerblader so great. The rollerblader just got to be humble and work hard. Do you Not have just- any um, advice for like young men from the hood, young black dudes getting into skating who maybe like walking this path and? maybe going through some of the same things that you may have gone through, but are a bit younger than you that you would like to impart some wisdom on? Yeah. If you're trapping, eliminate the trapping and eliminate the gangbang. Once you eliminate those two and focus more on rollerblading, everything else is going to be good because it's it's hard to give your energy to both. I would love to go and skate with you in Austin today, but I got to make sure that these people over here get these packs. Mm-hmm. Really, which one is more important? Do I really want to battle with that? You feel me? Mm-hmm. This supposed to be helping me get right, and this right here is my life. So it makes it it makes it kind of messed up. Just focus on skating. That's also, all. Also, one say. foot in and one on foot skating. out of anything is not good, right? You know, nah. you're doing half of everything. You're not giving everything your all at all, and that's what makes it hard. So you got to just just stick to the skating because overall. You're going to be here to skate. The other stuff, any second, you get taken away. And when you get taken away and you get put inside those places and inside those institutions, you get to see like, damn, was it really, 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 really worth it? Because all it takes is one little second. And everything be changing. Is, yeah, that perspective is... One little second and everything changed. So you got to stick the rollerblade. Rollerblade not gonna do that to you, but trapping will. So you gotta you gotta stick to skating. And I had to learn that the hard way, cause I wouldn't be here right now doing this podcast if the energy wasn't good or if the cause wasn't right, cause the cause was just right on this one, you know. 
And I gotta respect that. You gotta know when to respect it. I'm older, so right now I respect it. Yeah, it's quiet. I know what I gotta do. I gotta be bossy pope. I'm gonna take my black ass home, skate and chill. No more hustling. It's over with. I don't wanna be in jail. I don't wanna be taken away from my friends. I don't wanna be not skating. I don't wanna be not seeing my kids. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't wanna go through that. I don't wanna go to court and see y'all in the court. That shit broke me every time. Yeah. You feel me? It, that, that shit broke me every time. It was great to see y'all at court. Great. But it broke me. I don't want to see my homies at court, nigga. I'm shackled up. And then I got to see y'all for, for a second and then go right back in the cage. I can't even let me seeing y'all be on my mind because this shit is just too real. I got to wait till I get in my cell, locked in that night, and, and think about, damn, I saw the bros today. That was a good look. Like, you feel me? Mm-hmm. You should only be seeing everybody at the skate park, at the street Same, spots. Same, it's not worth it, huh? Exactly. It's not worth it at all. It's not worth well, it because um, everything after that is negative. You don't want to go through that. Can I just take a... I also want to open it up. I'm sorry to Austin, but like after your question, can, can we open it up question. for some questions? Yeah, yeah. So, so let's just... People throw their questions in now while I... If you have questions we talk and you're about watching this. this, please throw them in. And Austin, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, just to take it back down memory lane a little bit. We were talking about the sponsors before. And I didn't know until recently that you were, you said you were the last person to be on FR, which is like obviously a legendary skate team based out of New York. And that was the mm-hmm. reason why you were part of the Gap Ads because Nick Hartman hooked you up with that, I guess. Like, do you want to talk like, about maybe when, like how you got on FR? Cause that's fucking crazy. You know, like legends are on FR. That's like a, that's a I'm really all- known company. Yeah, man. You were from, FR- you were down with such the, so many cool companies back in the day. It was crazy. FR was, um, like, FR was like the top real company, especially in New York at the time. And everybody that they had with them was a different type of skater. Like you had like Ryan Jacklin, Dave Ortega, Gil Vasquez. All these was like street skaters with a rock starish style. Like the way Ryan and Dave was, how Gil was from Uptown Washington Heights. He was real good. Then you had certain people like that, Ozzy and Nene, you feel me? FR was so diverse, but they had great skaters. And me, I was a real good skater, but I never skated for FR. I skated around Dave and Ryan and them sometime, but that wasn't my crew to skate with them. You know know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So finally, when I did get the miss of coming across a Dave Ortega and Ryan and Gil, then I finally get to see Nick, and it's like, that kid supposed to be skating for FR. By the time I got over there, we had, um, by the time I got to um, FR, we was doing the green, the last wheel that we did was like a lime green wheel. I don't remember that. It was, it's a lime green FR wheel. Yeah. And Nick, I ain't gonna lie, Nick showed me a lot. He the one that took me to Las Vegas, to the ASA. Um, 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 pros. He the one that got me the um gap ad. He got me every modeling gig that we did. He always wanted to do more than rollerblading. He said, I see you doing way more than rollerblading. He the one, like, when we started to go digital, we made, F, we made frwheels.net and gave everybody a profile. So when you click on a person's picture, and all the information come up, they name, all their sponsors, where they live at, what skates they ride, how they do they set up. 
it was just it was just dope. It was just dope. Then you had the wheel that connected the thing, so it goes. It was just dope. We all had like our little computers. I used to be in the office, just me and Nick working all day. He was showing me so much, so much, so much. I used to be in the casino with Nick, <laughs> like you on the floor casino. <laughs> Look. <laughs> No, we in Vegas. I'm in the casino. He teaching me still. He playing, winning money, doing. But Nick was a good dude, and yeah, I was the last one over there. I went to the office one day, and it was closed. Oh Just shit! Out. I was there Monday. Out? I was there Monday. Come back Tuesday. It was closed. That's how you found out that FR was done straight up. You just knocked on the door. You're like, what up? <laughs> and I never even spoke to Nick yet either. Whoa. Austin, I'm hearing but, the sound went off on YouTube. But, so hang on one second. Sorry. Do you guys hear it? Did he did he come back? Well, continue. Go ahead. Oh, oh but, yeah, but, continue on, Bashi. Yeah, but um, he never did anything wrong, so I never felt like oh that was fucked up or anything. Okay, this sounds good. Sorry about that. Yeah, All right, hold on for a second, Okay. Wow, this is a lot of uh, we got some questions. A lot of interesting stuff. Um, I think now, so we don't, because you, Bashi, you talked to both me and Austin for a lot in your life. So we're going to maybe take some of these questions from the people watching. Do you want to answer, talk, do some of these questions? Yeah. Okay. Um, Austin, you want to take the lead on this? Or? Okay. I, I didn't know if you were looking at them while we were. Uh, I am. Too, I'm, no, I am. So I could ask them. Um, well, five stars 08 asks, well, what skates are you riding? And uh, Dope Tag is also asking after that plans for the Bashi Pope Company. Say it again. I had to put my headphones on. What what skates are you riding right now? And what are your plans for the Bashi Pope Company? Tell them I'm riding um, USDs, Eugene Yuen skate. Okay. Oh, again, and my plan for the Bashi Pope. Mm -hmm. And my plans for the Bashi Pope Company is basically to take the skater and make the skater more like a superstar. I like that. You got a team? Yeah, not really. Okay, we're working <laughs> on it. I'm just going to go with the individual. Yeah, we're working on it. All right, that's good. Yeah. Well, everyone's looking forward to that, yeah. so looking forward to the designs and everything like that. Yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to take the skate and put them on a different platform. <clears throat> we could do so much. Like that. You no. Know? Might not want to skate today. Might just want to go take a picture. Oh, mm -hmm. You can do that. Just do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Austin, the questions in front of you. Yeah, can we ask Ragon Ragon Bones says what's Bashi's personal favorite section of his and why? Because I know mine, but do you, Bashi, my do you favorite section. My favorite, my favorite section would be. I guess I'm gonna have to go with the one. Yeah, <laughs> that's the same thing. That shit was fucking fire. Fifty Cent, right? I'm gonna have to go with my one edit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was it's so, so much fire. So different. That the intro when you fucking just the Guggenheim ledge. Yeah. I'm going so hard on different that. Different level of skating right there. Anyone who knew Bashi or skated with Bashi, especially in that time, man, you used to skate like a tr truck, dude. So yeah. fast, like at every trick, especially at Guggenheim. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what's the, you know what's the secret to that? Say again? Yeah, you know what's the secret? You know what's what? the secret to skating fast? Hmm. You fall sulfur, bro. Because you just tumble? It's <laughs> <laughs> when you slow, you be like this, oh, boom. Hmm. You flash, you be like, quick. It's over quick. <laughs> I, I never heard or thought about that before, but I guess that is true, yeah, kind of true. You be like, I just fell. <laughs> <laughs> you. 
All right. Well, we got a we got a question from Mike Johnson. You know Mike Johnson? Was that? Yes. That's he my said, brother who with the big head. City College, Bashi or Fish? Did you hear that, Bashi? Yeah. Who would win the battle at City College, Bashi or Fish? Yeah. This is Mike's question. That 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 that's a hard one. Truthfully, I really think I would win because I skate just a tap faster. Okay. Fish could take a <laughs> fish could take a drop. So he <laughs> might just jump off the fucking whole shit. It's over. <laughs> All right, that's to be continued. It's to be continued. Yeah. <laughs> that line um, you did was so sick. Talking about your one section at the ender when you did uh, I don't remember your top solo back row the rail, then you five forty the double set, and the guy fucking oh, yeah. kicked you guys out afterwards. Like that was such a good moment. That's, that's so that's New York, would, and that was such a good ender to a section. Fish. <laughs> that's why I killed Fish at City College. That's true. That is your spot. I'm sorry. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. We got to leave. That's that's why Mike asked that question because Bashi you know? like grew up skating City College, so he'd skate that by himself. So yeah, yeah, awesome. that's, that's, that's Bashi's like spot. Three blocks from me, bro. Yeah, yeah. So we're City College right now. Why we on this shit? Yeah. We should do that. Actually, that we, been, got, that we, we have some sick. other segments that we're gonna introduce soon that we're gonna do backstories on. Tricks. Oh yeah. And um, we I would definitely like to have you do something about City College, but um, okay, cool. I'm curious about this. This is a good question. Um, the carts L said, "Who best yeah, that's represents what, I was too. what you want for rollerblading right now?" Say it again. Who in who best represents what you like in rollerblading right now? What you want rollerblading? What person? What people best represent skating for you right now? I want to say everybody. That's putting their skates on first because I don't want to like, like, oh, I just paying this one person like attention. Nah, I respect everybody that think I, I gotta go skate today. That strap up, you feel me? But mm -hmm. who I'm, who I, who I really like see is like, I like what Julio did. I'm gonna tell you the truth. I feel like we all could do that. For me, and I feel that like we all supposed to be doing something like that. Every skater should be involved with rollerblading if it if he. Not even skating no more. Something because we we risk we gave so much up for it. Yeah, I mean you you don't it's, necessarily it's have to that's skate. Legendary. To yeah, it's skaters that's legendary right now that got hurt so bad that right now they're just regular people and nobody would never know them. Never know them. All that you did was for a waste. Nah, we can't be moving like that because we only got one life. That's nah. right. Let's 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 make it right. We got to make it right. Come on, bro. We got to. I like it right. that effort. So, that's that's the yeah. that's the vibe right now. Yeah. Make it right. I think that's something right. most of us are doing now that we're all older. We're smarter. We know how to organize our time more. We have money to do shit now. So you know again, there. Well, again, there slowly. That is but the yeah. right attitude, though. You're completely right. I want to say, um, I like what Julio's doing. Lady, um, Tish. I like what Tish is doing too with the kids in the program. That's all the way incredible. That's a whole nother lane. That she opened up. You Tish, who's Tish? Tish, Tish Alexander. She does the um. She did the certification. Okay. Oh, yeah. she's like in charge of all that shit, right? The yeah, AI yeah, she's stuff. And all that. yeah. Yeah, a lot of people don't know you're certified, Bashi. Yeah, definitely is. <laughs> she got certified with Chris <laughs> Farmer. Farmer. Yeah. Chris Farmer and Julian Barr. Yeah. Who else was there? A couple people was there. Yeah. You plan on doing anything with that? Like any skates? Anytime, anytime that I'm ready to, anytime that I could work, I'm there. I'm ready. That might be yeah. tough now, actually, after the yeah. COVID shit. Yeah, fuck. Never mind. Scratch that. To... Scratch yeah, that. Scratch that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's do what uh, 
Nick Rockin. Let me say let me say a question, right? Do it. Let me say a question to and you put that and you put this out to everybody. Tell everybody in the companies why I don't got a pair of skates yet. Why who does many people me? Are you? I need a brand new pair. I need a brand new pair of skates, size 10. Everybody should make a petition and say why he don't got a pair of skates yet. Why nobody sent me a pair of skates? Do you send you skating USDs? I am skating USDs, but somebody gave them to me. I need brand new skates. Come All right, so, so we got to get Bashi taken care of with skates. Yeah. Right, we'll see what we can do. What do you want to ride? You like John to... shit. Why don't you ride John shit? I like you know, you know, You know what's crazy? I would ride, I would ride that skate. What skate do you ride, um, Fish? Right now, um, I got a pair of them skates. I got a pair of razors. Oh, you, what one do you buy? The razors or them? Um, Le- left skate, skate razors, right now. skate thems. <laughs> yeah, I'm skating the razors right now. I had to bring oh, it yeah. back a little bit. That's a good boot. Can't lie about that. Can't lie about that. That sucker is strong. Everybody <laughs> says that. Everybody will say that about the razors cold boot. It's a good boot, yeah. bro. It's classic. It's classic. Can't argue that. Can't argue that. All right, so, we've, been, we've been talking to you off long enough. We, we we got one more question. Oh, we got two more questions. Um, someone asked if you if you're gonna do another song with ASAP Ferg. A lot of people don't know you grew up with or around ASAP Ferg. I do got a I got a, I got a, I got a song, I got a second song with ASAP Ferg called um Ratchet. And that's what I'm gonna put out. I'm, I'm gonna put out probably in a couple months. It's called Ratchet. So but I did the is that new short. or is that old? No, I it's old, but we, I never put it out. Mm. So it's still new. Sick. Then I got yeah, I'm, so I got three, I got three um songs with him. It's two songs that we did together, and it's one and it's one song that he um he's doing the singing on, and I just and I just completed. You know what I'm saying? So I still got I still got a whole lot of work that I haven't done. So yeah, it's more songs with Ferb, and in the future too. Hell yeah, sick. Um, I mean, we got one more question about your favorite skate spot, and then I think we could probably probably call it. You got a favorite, favorite skate, skate spot, spot in NYC? Favorite skate spot in New York. The old city college. The old city, city college. college. Yes. The new city is actually this is like the third city college. Come in. What's the old city college? Is that the the mellow rails? No, it's just um, like the, um, the old city college was the, the original was the regular black rail. Then they mm-hmm. took that rail out and put a double rail. Mm-hmm. Then they took that double rail out and put a single rail. But the single ain't like the original. But the single, single ain't like the first single. This single yeah. was like more, no homo is more fatter and all that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want no parts of that. Yeah. The, the two stair rails, that's the one that got, they put yeah, the double? They, they took those. Oh, I didn't even know that they made it a double. Yeah. yeah. They, they made it double. They took it out of double and they made it back single. <laughs> what the fuck? Can't yeah. make up their fucking minds. Yep. Definitely well, City College. Bashi, I'll say this. Thanks for joining us. We got to have you on again. Because yeah, this is this is sick. This is something great. we've been talking about for years. Yeah, yeah. It's, we we've been wanting you on for a long time, and you know the way you, you have a good way of telling stories, and obviously you've been a huge part of this community. You give back to the community, uh, you provide events, and clearly, you know, despite everything you've been through, you're still here, and you're still believe in rollerblading and believe in everything you're doing. So, just want to say thank you. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks, bro. Do you have anything else? Love to say one last parting words thing. Yeah, I want to say thank y'all. Thank everybody for tuning in with us, and everybody have a good day. Cool. There we go. Thanks Love everybody also for joining us too. This is our first live Zoom.
So we hope it went all right. Little kinks. We literally planned this like a half hour before we went yeah, on, by the way. We did. <laughs> like a half hour, if anything. Chris just called me like, hey, what you doing? Let's do it. Let's do <laughs> it. Right. So this is super Let's random and last minute. Thanks, everyone, for joining. Bashi, you're the fucking man. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, y'all. Thanks, y'all. Y'all the man. Love y'all. Love you, bro. We'll catch you on Peace, the next man, one, everyone. All right. Peace. Peace.